0: This week, we once again discuss R.J.'s rabies that he got from a cat bite.
1: Bitter, better, it's always
0: better on the upbeat. Welcome to On The
2: Upbeat. I'm Matt. I'm R.J. Phoenix. And today we have a rad, a super rad show with our friends, Cat Bite yeah yeah,
1: yeah.
3: A, uh, Bye. what's up well uh, half
0: a cat bite half <laughs> a cat bite just the top jaw you know? yeah <laughs> just the it's more like a, a a cat pressing yeah it's like <laughs> like a
3: stapler yeah. but like cat yeah. actually yeah. i think that would be a great merch item Let's, let's write that. Like yeah. the
4: one the, sta- the thing that takes the staples out. Oh the staple. No, remover. that's yeah. that's a staple. Ooh.
3: That has both the top and the bottom. Half a cat bites at the top, so like the staples coming down. Or like a staple gun. Staple gun.
4: We'll right.
3: work on it. We're gonna launch a new left <laughs> web store anyway. <laughs> so thank you for the inspiration. <laughs> Ooh. Glad
0: we we'll credit can help. you.
2: Speaking, All right. Speaking of uh cat bites directly, Cat's Biting Me, which Matt used as a little uh intro. Uh, the late great Mr. Pants, my favorite cat I've ever had actually bit me once so hard that he drew blood uh, and I have a scar on my hand from it uh, and it happened when we were both asleep Oh Uh, my! I I think my my hand was on him and I probably was like moving it way too much and I might have I've been known to like kind of like flop around and I probably hit him and woke him up and and then he he just chomped down on my hand and this is also all right above my wife's head like, oh and so then I'm waking up going, ah, he, the cat's eyes are big. He's running out of the bed. And she was like, what the fuck is going on? And I'm like, <laughs> oh, my God. Hands bit me. And uh, Whoa.
0: I, I'm more always, con- always remember that. I'm day. more concerned of the part of the story where you said that you flop around in bed. Like I, like a, I like do. my fish my hands, out of water? They, like, like Just, just my,
2: my arms. I do. Uh, one time I dreamt that I, it, I was punching something and it was really hard mm. to punch and I'm i was not, sleeping on no. my side and my wife said that i punched the bed in my sleep like oh I was my like, god Damn, you didn't yeah. punch her that's cool yeah. <laughs> yeah i i used to every once in a while i'd sleep on my side with my hand above her head like and that's where <laughs> mr pants would be and that's, that's that I, but i i stopped that because sometimes in my sleep i would roll over um and i would not lift my hand and i would just like mm. drag it across <laughs> her head yeah yeah Yeah, So I I always make sure not to fall asleep like that anymore, no matter how comfortable it is.
0: (laughs) Sleeping
2: is dangerous, yeah. Yeah,
0: Yeah, it it can be. Well, I tell all the kids in our house, like, look, if there's something you need and you need to come into our room, because we sleep with the door open uh, most of the time. And so, like, I tell the kids, like, look, if you've got to come into the room and you think we're sleeping, you need to, like, knock on the door, standing at the door, because if you try to approach me while I'm sleeping, I might just <laughs> kick or punch you. Because yes. it's just a gut reaction of, like, someone's in your room that you...
4: Suddenly waking you up. Right. Yeah. And yeah.
0: so, because we learned this uh, uh, when my wife and I were early married. She was um, she was a nanny. And so she... Um, the person she was nannying for was having, like, another kid. And, um, the mom was giving birth, and so... My wife had to go, go like be with the other kids. Mm. Shows she was waking me like at I don't know three in the morning or something like that, and she was like telling, like she was like approaching the bed, and I just like flailed out my feet to like, ah, oh, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> and so we learned, Dangerous, man. just yeah, wake just wake Matt from the dis from a distance. <laughs> yeah, like a. Ping pong a, ball or
1: tennis.
0: stick yeah, a poke stick, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what you need. The wake up stick,
3: yeah,
0: uh, yeah. We'll or I'll also end up... have that as merch items. I feel yeah. like that's <laughs> my <laughs> wake up stick. Yeah. Yeah. Merchandise, merchandise. Yeah. Uh... Cat bite the cereal. Yeah. Cat bite the sick. blanket. Cat bite the mm. flamethrower. I'm right. all about good. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh... Enough chit-chat. Let's get into... uh, Man, I always forget to cue this up.
2: You're jumping right into it. I was going to ask everyone how their weekend was.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, Well, I'll go first simply because I've... So, um, normally we record this show on a Monday. We're actually recording it on a Tuesday. So, this is going to be like the freshest episode of On The Up because I have to edit this tonight and drop it (laughs) sometime tonight uh, so it's ready in the morning. But <laughs> I the past uh, Sunday, Monday, and now today, Tuesday, uh, my family and I have been on like a staycation. So we've just, my wife took off time from work. And so we've been like doing, like we went to the Orange County Fair on Sunday. We went to a pool yesterday, a friend's pool and just hung out there all day. Today, we went to a uh, water park here in Orange County. And so I am tired because <laughs> yeah. uh, it's right. been a lot of outside time and. I it, it's I mean we're still coming out of the pandemic kind of so I just haven't spent that much of time and yeah. um even though I'm lathered in sunscreen it still seems to not ever be enough It's Yo, been so seriously hot. yeah, it's really yeah. Really bad. I think we just all forgot that <laughs> what outside was like uh-huh. <laughs> so, yeah, true. so we're like oh this is let's go back it's inside <laughs> Exactly <laughs> so, I love being inside It's great <laughs>
3: How
2: was your weekend to and Brittany?
4: It was really awesome. Yeah, we um so fun.
3: we had a record release weekend. Um yeah, we uh nice one, our brand new record, uh came out on Friday and we were hashtag blessed enough <laughs> to play a show in Philly uh Friday night. It was a sold out show. Um it was our first ever headlining show we've ever done. And the show not sw- just went on sale in like in July and sold out in like fucking four hours. Wow! And it was just like all of our like so many cool people, and
4: and then we were able to live stream it. Um, yeah,
3: yeah. And
4: um, that went, I think, pretty well. Yeah. Um, minus minus some like little sound Auditor's hiccups, just... but it
0: yeah,
4: went it, everything went really well and it was so fun yeah. and pe- people were having a really good time.
0: I was yeah. uh, checking into that. Um, in and out throughout the evening, and yeah, I noticed there were so many people there for the opening band,
3: yeah, like I've was, never seen that before. awesome, like I've never ever seen
0: that before.
4: It was, yeah, it was pretty packed for um, Froggy was the band that opened for us, um, and they were so good, yeah,
0: yeah.
3: And then yeah. the best, of the worst, but yeah, the like when, when I booked the show, I was like, you know, I wanted to be super special and I wanted to be like a short show because I, I, I know like me and a lot of other people, like. Especially coming out of the pandemic shows that are longer than like two and a half hours are like whew, they're long oh, yeah. so it was like you know just three we just wanted to be like perfect like short and sweet three bands total all bands that totally kick ass and yeah. like yeah there's there probably like we we're probably to like 80 percent capacity halfway through their set which mm-hmm. is fucking sick yeah and then um yeah just great times all around yeah and then we had another show the next day up in other part of the state, and then another show on Sunday. So we are beat. We played our yeah. first. We played our first ninety-minute set on Sunday. Wow! It was out, outside of this giant um, music festival in uh, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. It's called Music Fest, and it was awesome. There was so many people watching us, but like, yeah. Now we're both. We're long. both like so exhausted. Britt's like (laughs) sick as shit now. Um,
4: My my body is just like I hate you. Going going from like not playing shows to playing three shows in a row.
3: Yeah like I I went to work on Monday morning and then all day at work I was just like and then I came home from work and Britt was sick as shit. We had to cancel with you guys. We had uh, two other interviews that we had to like, mm. we're like, oh, I'm so like, I fucking hate doing that. I hate rescheduling yeah, yeah, yeah. or doing anything. But like I was exhausted and Britt was like thrown up and like couldn't breathe. I'm like, oh, this is not good. Uh, then we went to sleep probably at like 7 p.m. last night.
4: It was really early and very needed.
3: And then I called out of work today and I, <laughs> sl- I slept until noon. Straight, and then I woke up, made myself a sandwich, and then walked the dog, and then slept another three hours. And now I'm finally feeling like caught up, <laughs> right. finally. Yeah. And then like, uh Brick came home from work, and she's like, "I can't breathe," <laughs> and I'm like,
1: "Sick." <laughs>
3: yeah, but we're here, and we're we, uh, I'm stoked. <laughs> it was yeah. a good weekend. Well, we, nice. Yeah, well, we're glad. You know, how was your weekend?
0: <laughs> yeah, RJ, how was your weekend? Would you?
2: Do? Uh, I. I mean, it was pretty an eventful weekend, very relaxing weekend. I had okay, we'll days move on. on. So uh, it was pretty cool. Uh, very funny, Matt. Um, uh, but uh, we did do a Chicago party with some of my wife's friends who have also become my friends. Uh, her uh, and her two friends that she went to school with, uh, they all grew up in Chicago and uh, so one of them got a bunch of Italian beef to make Italian beef sandwiches. Okay. They got some deep dish pizza. So I made some brownies, which were invented in Chicago. Oh, uh, wow. and, yeah, it was a fun time. And so I'm talking to the husband of one of the the, the hosts. And uh, he was he's my age, so he's in his early 40s. And he was just like, hey, you know, I've always like kind of listened to Ska, but I don't know exactly everything about it. And he says those words every big Scott wants to hear. <laughs> Will you yeah. make me a mix CD of, like, your <laughs> favorite stuff? Yeah. And I was just like, oh, I mean, my favorite stuff, like, you want, like, you know, kind of, like, through the era, starting <laughs> the 60s to now. And he's like, that sounds good. Yeah. It can be a two-disc affair. And I'm like, <laughs> oh. oh, my God. So I'm like, I, I want to I do some old stuff, and I want to start the 60s. And I'm like, what do I start with? Do I start with Scatelates, Guns and Navarone? Do I do yeah, you know? my to, boy? That's well, how you open it. No. Like I'm just like, Dandy Livingston? Like, wait, wait, oh, it's like and then what do I start the second disc with? Because that's gonna be like mid to late nineties stuff. I'm just like, gosh, but it's it's gonna be fun. That's I uh, You yeah. might
4: need to do three discs.
3: Yeah, like all, like I you know, know the traditional so two
2: tone and third wave. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs>
4: Maybe even more, yeah. You yeah. could get really deep into there.
2: Yeah, I, I know there's going to be a lot of representation from, like, the last five years. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I know it's just, like, the end of the 10s and the beginning of the 20s, but there's going to be a big chunk of that on the end. <laughs> Hell yeah.
0: That's awesome. <laughs> I'd be the opposite person, like, when someone asked me that question. I'm like, yeah, just Google it. Just look some stuff up. Just check it out well,
2: he, he did tell me he already liked the slackers and like mm-hmm. he does know like boss jones and real big fish and less than j sure he wants to get a little bit more so i cool. like
4: that's exciting
2: yeah no, that's dude, cool
4: dude <laughs> you're like all pumped
2: I, I was like not like i don't do a mini mix every fucking week that's <laughs> yeah. Long, like, like, it's yeah. yeah it's like it's personal yeah it's for my buddy
0: <laughs> uh, that's awesome and then he's going to open it like, I got way in over my head. I got- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i, just, I, don't. I mean, notes and like, <laughs> like. Yeah, I
2: think like, I, do I do the thing where I put the year and the country the band is from? Like, I think I, think I have to. I think Footnotes he yeah, and I think like, you have to. Yeah.
4: It's yeah. like, it'll be helpful for him.
2: Yeah. yeah. I mean, he wants to learn. That's why he's asking. <laughs> right. So. Right. He's, he's going to learn a little more than he bargained for. But he, I, if I know him as well as I know
0: him, he's going to love that. Um, yeah. Awesome. Okay. All, right. So, Na- all, all right. Now, now we can now officially Scott jump into some Sky News. <laughs> Here we go.
2: Rude girls and rude boys, too. Grab that
1: brightness and message to avoid telling you. Unsought, you might have heard, but you're about to miss
0: me in Sky News. Yes, Ska News, where we tell you about shows and latest releases or, you know, anything else that comes up related to Ska music. All right. uh, So this first one actually is related to this podcast. What? So um, (laughs) as many people know, uh, earlier this year, um, the author Aaron Carnes Uh, released a uh, book called In Defense of Ska. Well, he's uh, done a few sort of public readings of the book, and uh, in a couple weeks, he'll be doing one in Southern California, here in um, Orange County, in the city of Fullerton, on Friday, August 20th. Uh, He'll be reading and having a conversation uh, about his book, In Defense of Ska, and he'll be having a conversation with On the Upbeat. Yay! Hi. Say what? <laughs> well, <No way. laughs> so technically it'll be half of On the Upbeat because unfortunately. Uh, uh, uh. No, no, no. We all know Tara is a full on guest <laughs> That's host. That's true. So it's go. still On
2: the Upbeat even if I can't make it. I'm actually very, very excited.
0: So, uh, unfortunately, going on, RJ I can't be there. Though. RJ can't be there. So, uh, Tara Hahn from Half Past Two will be joining me as we chat with Aaron about the book. And uh, not only will you get to hear portions of the book and have a ska conversation with myself and Tara and Aaron, um, but you will also get music from... Uh, half past two they're doing it all these uh individuals are doing acoustic sets so half past two is playing acoustic um okay i'm gonna mess up this name because i'm terrible uh especially you want when, to say it yeah go ahead
2: uh skatsume miku uh, yes yeah i would have messed it up too.
0: uh they <laughs> it's it's the ska because it's like how do you exactly pronounce it in the flow of the word that's always throws me off. Uh, but they will be playing, and like I said, Half Past Two, and Reed from We Are the Union will be playing as well, so we're excited for all of that. So, like I said, it is happening in Orange County, in the city of Fullerton, at Program Skate and Sound. It is a free event, all ages, uh, from 7pm to 10pm. Proof of vaccination is required, and a oh, yeah. photo is okay uh i feel like that was added for me because uh, i couldn't find my vax card but i since i took so many pictures <laughs> of it on the internet i have so many on my phone there so. you know, i feel like that's what most places are doing i think like,
4: lots of people are showing it on their phone yeah because yeah. we
0: did that for our record release
3: show um this past friday and like yeah. probably half the people were just like yeah just show
0: my it's phone. like you know, the
4: easiest way yeah you
0: know. so uh yeah if you're in orange county on uh, August 20th, come out, hang out. Uh, it'll be good times. And uh, it's free. So, yeah, come out. Like And, uh, all right. So, next up for uh, Ska News, uh, we have a uh, release from a, ba- a band called Sick Pins uh, on August 6th. This Ska Punk band released a six-song EP called uh, Tactical chunder which yep. i i looked up the word chunder it's sort of like a slang term for vomit in the uk mm-hmm. so yay <laughs> um, <That's> sick <laughs> so they have a song called uh a cut above and we're gonna check out that song right now The, the, the rest of the EP is pretty good. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah that's It's recorded cool. really well. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah.
4: Are they from the UK? Yes. Okay. Home? Yeah,
0: not I'm not sure Not sure what <laughs> what part, but uh, <laughs> yes. They kind, of sound, are, you you kind de- of
4: sound like maybe they have like a British accent. Yeah. yeah. Like it's yeah. Hard, yeah.
3: hard to tell. No, <laughs> it sounds good. Yeah. That's great. Very well produced and shit.
4: Kind of like Barstool Preacher.
3: Yeah, it does remind me of Barstool Preacher yeah. a little bit, but a little
4: different.
3: Yeah. I like it. Um
0: all right uh next up we have uh something from the upstarters uh on august 7th they released a remix version of their song bubble featuring uh angelo moore from fishbone And, and uh so let's check that one out right here let's check it out
3: living in a bubble
0: I really like her voice. Yeah, she's got a nice voice. It's really good. And the harmonies are so yeah. yeah. Pretty awesome. Pretty sweet. Alright, RJ, is there anything I may have missed that you want to highlight? Uh I mean there it
2: was a ton of releases that yeah. came out on the sixth because it was Bandcamp Friday and a boy I dropped a lot of cash, not just on stuff <laughs> that came out that day. But I'd been waiting for the next Bandcamp Friday and putting stuff on my wish list for a while. So (laughs) that was a big one. Uh, Our friends from Poland, Wild Man Rhythm, put out their album finally. I think it's their second album. They've been a band forever uh, called Pan Atlantic. It's pretty damn good. Uh, coming up at the end of this week on the 13th Victory Kid, who we've had on the show, is putting out a, an LP. It might be a collection of their three EPs. There might be more. Yeah. Songs. I don't know the track list to it, but yeah. I know a couple of those songs they've previously released are going to be on this. And before we get to uh, the next episode, so Tuesday the 17th, there's a band out of Chicago. Called, I think they're out of Chicago called Steve Buscemi, and they're going to be releasing their album I'm a Doofus, And I've heard about, like, half the tracks off it are Ska. They're a Ska punk band. And it is it is actually pretty fun. Uh, And most of it's already up on Bandcamp, but the official release is Tuesday the 17th.
0: Yeah. So do do you think if... So their name is Steve Buscemi? Yeah. I wonder if... I mean, (laughs) obviously...
4: Spelled differently, or...
0: How do
2: they get away with that? Yeah. I I don't know how long they'll be getting away with it. Yeah. I mean, I guess... uh,
4: Maybe she... they got permission from Steve Buscemi.
2: Maybe who knows?
4: He seems like he'd be a nice guy.
2: <laughs> yeah, I... I I did have friends that were in a band that put out uh, like his face on the back of these jackets they sold with their band name across the top.
0: Uh... <laughs> they're like,
2: oh, we're so small time; he'll never see it and sue us.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's how this show gets away with stuff. Oh, yes. <laughs> that's how
2: Twenty Three gets away
0: with everything.
3: There was that one pop punk band called Elway out of, um, like Denver, like they're they're still around today, but there was a huge thing where John Elway went after them and and it made, and there was nothing he could do about it, but everything just made them blow up and become way more famous than they deserve to be. They were just like a little, I mean, they're pretty good. They're all right. They're just like, uh, like fat rec uh fat records style like punk yeah. rock but yeah. yeah i just remember like four or five years ago maybe longer at this point just like seeing them on like cnn like football star sues punk band.
4: Uh- <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> like
3: like no one gave a fuck about this band until john elway came out of nowhere oh just, i'm
4: sure that pissed him off even more. yeah
3: and then they got big and there was nothing like he couldn't that. sue them because it's literally just his last
2: name yeah yeah, yeah. but
0: <laughs> i think yeah, the it.
2: mr t experience never had to change their name i mean yeah. Yeah, some people are cool
0: yeah i think it's like if i vaguely understand uh like copyright infringement and libel things like you have to be like people they would have to prove that the general public is confused by the band versus the person, like like
4: who's who, yeah,
0: right. They'd have to, but if you can't argue that people are confused, yeah. like you can't it's say no it's issue. taking any money away from you or or hurting your image, like right. what can you do? <laughs> like people know it's a band and that that you're not involved, so I guess you can't yeah. do much. <laughs> uh, yeah, I love it. that was funny. I mean, obviously, <laughs> if, if it's like if it were uh, Steve Buscemi Boussin- sucks like that, probably he'd be able to do something. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, but uh, yeah. All right. Enough, enough of my legal knowledge, um, <laughs> which is none, which is law and order. That's about it. That's, how, that's as far as my legal knowledge goes and the occasional like article I read, but uh, all right. So cat bite, you put out a second album And its first pressing sold out, correct? It did, yes. Yes. So, uh, (laughs) congratulations. I mean, just the idea that a band right now, Scott or not, can sell out any pressing uh, on a vinyl record, I just feel is phenomenal. And uh, so, how's it feel to have put out your second record? It's awesome.
4: It feels so good. We were like, we've been sitting on it for so long, it feels like. now it's finally out and people can listen and people are, we've been getting like really good like reviews from people about it and yeah it's been really awesome
3: yeah no it's it's just great like um it's it's just wild because like we wrote this entire record bef- like during the pandemic so m- like most records um or at, like any time I've ever written music before before I before you record it you get to play it out and like it kind of gauge the crowd's response to songs and you yeah. can kind of tweak them. But we had none of that. So we basically, you know, we wrote these songs and then we just got in our head about them and just like switched them around a bunch. And then eventually decided on how they'd go and then recorded them. And then the first time anyone would hear them is like when we released the record, which is such a weird way to go about it. But So that's why like, and like especially it being like our second record, I just feel like there was a a shit ton of pressure for us to like kind of, do better than our first record, which when we made that first record we were barely a band and then all of a sudden a lot of people really took on to it and like a lot of people really liked it so there was a lot of pressure to kind of like go off of that and get give, give people an even better record and without them ever hearing the songs live so yeah yeah, yeah it was we're freaking
4: just, scary so
3: yeah <laughs> so yeah we're just glad it's was, fi- it's finally out.
4: Nervous.
3: I know we all were (laughs) but yeah like once people started hearing like the first singles um that we released like a a little over a month ago and we released the first single and people were just like Yay! This is good. And I'm like, okay, good.
1: <laughs> Thanks, fuck.
3: Okay. I yeah, like, like f- with
4: each single that we released, it was like a little bit of like oh, weight lifted off, and we're like, oh my god, okay, they like this yeah. one. Yeah. Right. Okay, now they like this one.
3: Yeah. And now the whole record's out, and a lot of people have and said really great life. things, and and being able to play them live is just it's amazing. Yeah. It's it's so cool. That's why we're in a band. so We can play it live. So. Yeah.
2: I mean, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I played it in my little my little den. Uh, that we have, it's like this little off off our front hallway, and it's mm-hmm. kind of like an alcove. And I got the record player, some bookshelves, and it resonates like through the whole house because it's just built right like that. And yeah, i ju- I just put the record on and work from home, and uh, it's fantastic. I loved it. Like you guys Thank did you. a great job. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you so much.
0: <laughs> yeah, I uh, I've been listening to it all weekend, and uh, even today as I was driving around um, on the way home from stuff. And uh I was just so impressed about like how many different sort of styles are sort of on it like right. it just yeah. is so not repetitive in any way shape or form like I really like for me the standout track was Stay as much yes. it, Stay so and Creep Stay and Creepin like both right. of those because oh, yeah. they follow each other like they're so drastically different I just think is like Putting yeah. those one after the other was pure genius in my in my book. That was me. Um, <laughs>
3: I did the track listing. Right. Nice, <laughs> nice.
0: Yeah. And I just, I, I sort of, I just love stay. Like mm. uh, Brittany, your vocals on it are great, and it's just so such a clean sound, and it just is, um, just different, but also very much Capite. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, and then Creepin', just that song, just kicks ass like I you know yeah, thank yeah. You. <laughs> um but yeah so uh was there anything you kind of learned doing the second album or or maybe that you learned from the first that you took into recording because i know you kind of talked about recording this without being able to play them some of the songs a little bit live first to sort of you know yeah mess around with them but aside from that like recording process was there anything different about this process versus the first time around
4: Um, well, I'll say that we were like a hundred times more prepared for this album than we were for the first album. Um, even though like we had, you know, we decided, all right, we're going to write this record and we wrote it in four months and we weren't planning to write a record, but given the time that we had, we were able to really focus on like what we wanted like you know what we wanted to write the the sounds that we wanted to have um and like whereas the first record like we did it in I think like five five three days five days
3: three and a half days yeah we recorded the first record in like three and a half days
4: yeah and and and... this this record like we really took our time listening back to like the mixes and like really pinpointing like Chris would be like that fill right there cut that I don't want that or like I can hear like, you know, like the key, the keys, like one key is like, you know, we were just like very nitpicky and mm-hmm. we, we weren't, we weren't like that with the first one. Cause we were just like, Oh, this sounds pretty good. Like, let's put it out. Yeah. We were
3: just <laughs> excited to be recording stuff for the first time. Yeah. But this time. Yeah. And like, we also, we worked with the producer, um, Davey so who I've um, been following his work for a really long time. He's just an incredible producer and incredible songwriter. And, um yeah when we found out that we had the time to record a re- write and record a record once the pandemic hit um I was just like I hit him up I'm like hey can would do you would you want to produce a record and he's like yes because <laughs> uh, like I met him uh a little bit be- before the pandemic his old or his his band was on tour with the uh interrupters and we went to go meet with him and we're talking to him a bunch and like we gave him a copy of our, um, of our first record. Cause like I knew he would be there and I like always wanted to work with him. So I was like, Hey, this is my band. I think you'll be really be into it. And be cool. If you want to maybe produce us one day. <laughs> and yeah, he hit us up like right at the beginning of the pandemic and was like, yeah, we I'd love to produce you. And I was like, well, guess what? We ha- actually have flights to LA that got <laughs> that we can't, cause we were going to do a, a West coast and Japan tour And that got canceled, but we still had the flights to L.A. already. And I was just like, well, should we just go to L.A. and record a record? We have the flights. And it worked for him. It worked for us. Um, We ended up having to switch it later on because our bass player got attacked by a dog and broke his arm. Oh, shit. And, yeah, yeah, he's fine. Dog
4: bite for cat bite. Dog
3: (laughs) bite. So that, I mean, it really saved us because we weren't ready at all. Um, This was about...
4: it's like two and a half months. Yeah, we'd
3: basically been writing this record for two and a half months, months and then we were supposed to fly out there, and we weren't ready at all.
4: Yeah.
3: Um, and then he got bit by a dog, and we pushed everything back to November, and which gave us a little bit more time to really finesse it. Yeah. I never would have written Creepin'. I wrote that song like a week before we flew out to L.A. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. But, um, yeah. Yeah. Is it's just we were just definitely more prepared and had a, a mind's like end goal of what we wanted the record to sound like this time, whereas the other one was just like
0: oh, whatever <laughs> bounced into our idea. We're like
3: into our heads. We're just like cool. Let's do that.
0: Awesome. But where did you guys record the second record?
3: Um, it was Strong Studios in Long Beach, California. Uh, it's basically oh. just a little tiny little record store in the back of a music sh- music store. Um, uh, Davey, he like se- – there,
4: so ma- there was so many, there were so many like setbacks yeah. to our to the to recording this album yeah. that, like,
0: I, it feels I lost like track if, of if, some of them. Yeah, <laughs> it
4: feels like this album really was like never gonna happen, and that's why it was like it felt like such a long time because I totally I forgot about that. Like, yeah, he Davey, built he built
3: a studio, mass yeah. uh, awesome studio, and it was all good to go, and then the building caught fire oh. a little bit before we went there and so his his stuff was all fine but he spent like like eight months building this thing yeah it was beautiful like awesome room like I was like watching all his updates and stuff oh. and and then yeah it was like couple it was like two months a month or two before we went there burned down so he had to scramble and find a new studio and ended up settling up settling in this like tiny little really small. tiny little uh studio in the back of a music store like the control room was about the size of a closet. Like there was like two <laughs> folding chairs for us to be on uh-huh. and the live room was like not much bigger, but <laughs> so it, it was pretty wild, but like, whatever it's, it's, it was worth it. Like it was, it was an experience. Intense. Yeah. 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 <laughs>
0: yeah. I just, I don't know. I've, you know, cause you guys were recorded out here and uh, I just, I, I don't know. I thought it, I knew I kind of knew the answer to the question when I asked about like it being recorded in Long Beach and mm-hmm. uh i uh you know i i just want to say you know orange county makes good ska so yeah <laughs> no yeah, Cali- yeah. i want to say southern california cuz technically uh long beach is not orange county but uh oh. yeah um, 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 wherever we were was close enough <laughs> yeah i mean yeah it's like literally it's it's weird like you're probably like a block away from like what would be considered orange county but yeah. right well we <laughs> shot
3: the music video for Your bluff in orange county oh, at, really? uh, at pot of gold um oh yeah dude. Dan, dude. dave irish is uh because yeah like All i'm right good old good friend Dave Irish is how I ended up meeting uh Davey our producer because I'm longtime friends with Dave Irish and when the interrupters were in town I've worked for the interrupters before because of Dave Irish and like doing drive and and merchant and stuff so Dave Irish was the one that was like you need to bring a record to Davey and show him because he's going to want to record you yeah so but yeah then we we shot the video with uh Chris Growl and uh Dave Irish at a pot of gold yeah. in Orange
0: County. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So everyone just come to Orange County and you'll be awesome. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. It's just, that's all it's... you gotta
3: do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or, I mean, but then you have to go back to your place because then it's oversaturated. Yeah. Yeah. Which we,
4: which we did actually. Oh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I was going to say, we did actually, we, we didn't even get to finish recording the full album while we were there because there was like the covid scare with the producer's girlfriend so we lost like two and a half days so when we came back to philly and then we weren't even able to record because we we came back during like a lockdown so we didn't get to record the rest of it till the beginning of january and we finished up in the studio here that we normally record at so it's just been a time yeah yeah
0: (laughs) Yeah. 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 sounds like a, a process of a record to get out but yeah <laughs> i mean it's clearly worth it it's such a good record and um it's it's so amazing when you talk about your first record though just that you just sort of like well it's this is a thing and it ends up being this record that everyone connects with and it's just this yeah I, I honestly i was like really ska can be soulful like i yeah. it just never i don't <laughs> know why um and just in such a sort of like raw way too so um, and then mixed with sort of like power pop stuff. Like it was just yeah. that first record and just the way you talk about it, like, yeah, hey, we just recorded it like in two days, it's fine. <laughs> and it's a hit hey record, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, all right. Um, so what inspired the album's artwork?
3: That's um, that's all our friend, uh, Nicole Saltzer. So she... She's a real long time friend of mine. I've known her since, uh, I've probably known her, I don't know, 11, 12 years at this point. Went to college with her and she, me and her were in a band for a little bit, but she's just always been one of our favorite artists. And when we started Cat Bite, um, we asked her to do like our logo, like the Cat Bite logo. Mm-hmm. And she did that, I'm like, this is sick. This is our brand, yeah. like awesome. <laughs> and then we asked her to do the album art for the first record and she did that. And I, like, gave her a little bit of, like, ideas for what we had in mind. But then the rest, she just kind of did whatever.
4: For the first one, I think we mostly just gave her, like, layout ideas. Yeah. We were, like, we just had the idea for, like, the logo in the middle. And, and then like,
3: cool stuff around it. Yeah,
4: like, kind of, like, busyness around it. And then she um, went with, like, and the then flowers. She, yeah, and then she just kind of took that and did what she did.
3: Yeah. And then for the the second record, where I'm, like, Nicole, please, 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 will you do the record again? The <laughs> album art. And she was, like, absolutely. And for this, I was like, literally, do whatever I want. The only thing is like, let's the just colors. keep it consist. Let's keep it consistent. Like, I like the idea of just having the logo and some cool shit around it, because you can really go with that and make it like, just keep building on it. And yeah. like, I yeah. feel like that's something we want to do as a band. Is like, you know, third record is kind of got the same thing going, but like something else. Right. And like, the only other thing was like, let's do the color scheme be this, this, this. And like, we decided on like the like the orange uh, Seafoam and Baby Blue. It's basically like the complete opposite of the first record, but like in a still like standing out way. I don't know. It was just kind of the like, and we, we just basically told her to listen to the record and we gave her like the first mix and was like-
4: And we put it in like sequential order so that she could listen to it through. And like what she drew is like what she- felt when she listened to it and like yeah. when i first saw it i was like oh my gosh like it it just like clicked i was like this is exactly what like this album feels like
3: yeah yeah because i don't know album art has always been such a huge huge thing for like me personally like i there's I, personally there's nothing worse than like a shitty album art like if I, like that can make or break an album for me honestly like i mean no, no, I can listen to record. I'm like, all right, this is cool. But like, if I see, if I'm just going to a record store and I see a good album art, that's like huge for me. And I feel yeah. like it's a lot. Of, a lot of people feel the same way. And like, so it was. Yeah. Well,
4: sometimes people just buy an album based on the album artwork. Never heard the band or artist before, but they're like, holy shit, this looks so cool. Like, let me get this.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I've done it. I've
4: yeah, totally
3: yeah, done yeah, that. yeah. 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 So yeah, it was just kind of like important for us and like she's like our our favorite she's our favorite artist and she's like local here in philly no this
4: is a shirt that she drew actually i forgot i was wearing this oh yeah awesome yeah
3: she's always we have some of her art on our walls yeah yeah nicole Saltzer. she's great
0: so so the album title nice one where did that come from
3: so um (laughs) davy our producer he's a british dude and uh after literally anything we would do in the studio he'd be like all right nice one mate or like some shit like that <laughs> nice, and on. like, nice one nice one and it was like really annoying like so like the first couple days in the studio we were definitely butting heads a lot with him because he's a very hands-on producer and wants us to try every idea that comes into his head and we're like we wrote the songs to be like this and, yeah, then- and
4: obviously we have but we've never worked with a producer like that before so like, yeah. like, it was very new for us and yeah. we were just like we don't want to change ourselves yes yeah.
3: but like by like the second third fourth day we're like we're finally on the same page we're like all right we see what you're doing he sees what we're doing yeah. and like so at first like him saying nice one like chris would do like a drum take and he'd be like nice one and chris would be so mad he'd be like fuck you and then like <laughs> like the nice one's just like and just like continue and then by the end of like the re- the whole recording process like we're all talking in like british accents and like he's doing his american accent and we're just like everyone's just like nice one nice one it's cheese day and it shit, shit like that yeah and um <laughs> then so we we got we finished recording in la which we still had a couple more things to do in philly but we got uh an uber to the to lax and like we were standing outside like just got dropped off and like we were just kind of waiting to go inside to get our flight and we were just balancing around the idea like what, what should we call this record like should we just and then then chris just was like
0: what nice what if we call, yeah, if we call
3: like it like nice one because we were literally all just saying nice one at this point and mm-hmm. we're like oh that's that's it that's it yeah. just done before we even finish the record mm-hmm. it's going to be called nice one
4: and then, I don't know if y'all noticed, but, like, at the very end of the record, if you listen closely, we got, we got Davey to say, nice one. Yeah, we recorded end,
3: him. It's like saying like, very,
4: nice. very low in the mix. Yeah, mm. the
3: last second of the last song, yeah. you can hear it
0: nice and faint. He goes, nice one. <laughs> I'll make sure I'll, I'll take a listen to that. Yeah, yeah, you gotta
4: listen. Yeah,
0: But I can totally see how, like, because we all have phrases that we use that just, they're, like... They're just a passing fa- phase of like what we're saying. And I can totally see how like nice one could be like he's congratulating you on nice one. Good job. But then also it becomes so mundane that it starts to sound sarcastic. Like, yeah, nice one. Yeah. Good job, sucko. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's like it just comes across <laughs> as like because I do the same thing like it's been mentioned. I say the word awesome on this podcast a lot. But yeah. it's just a transitional way of speaking of, like, that's an awesome story and just – but it comes yeah. – it can, if I'm not careful, comes across as, like, sarc- sarcastic. Like, yeah, yeah, awesome. Yeah. It's uh, literally – it's exactly, <laughs> like, the British version of
3: awesome. That's <laughs> literally – that's perfect what it is.
0: yeah That's great. Um, yeah. See how I just avoided saying awesome right there? Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I did. Because <laughs> I, like, awesome. took a beat. I was like, nope. Uh, all right. <laughs> So I noticed and you um you know for your show this weekend you had someone else playing keys is that going to be like a a permanent person or is that just uh for live shows for now or we also
4: well, uh, um that's Esteban Flores and he is an amazing yeah. player and he's in like everybody's freaking band. Um <laughs>
2: to say the least. least yeah, but yeah, he just
4: plays in everybody's band, but um he did he did like 95% of the the um keys for this for a nice one and he also did um keys for like
3: two songs two songs on the first on album.
4: First... Um so he's, I mean, he's essentially like a part of Cat Bite, um, just, you know, on the opposite side of the country. But we were okay. able to um, fly him out for these three shows. And we thought, you know, like, this is the record release weekend. Like
3: We wanted him we, part we, of there. Yeah, <laughs> we
4: were like, we need Esteban to be a part of it. And, like, it's always kind of been, I think, the goal of ours for, like, I'm not, I'm not originally a keyboard player. Like I went to school for voice. I'm a, I'm a vocalist and performer. So like, that's, that's really, I feel like where I shine. So it was so nice to have Esteban and like, he goes crazy when he plays keys. Yeah. And then like, I was able to, you know, be out front and like work the crowd a lot more and, um, yeah I hope I hope it's
3: definitely something like that we yeah like he <laughs> like he's definitely like considered like a band member it's just a matter of uh us getting him out this way or like yeah. like definitely for the future like we plan on like any sort of long tours we are 100% like if yeah. we can make it happen we're gonna He'll have, us have him on there um which is like you know that's where we're trying to lean towards doing like we're we have a lot of stuff going on this fall but like we're hoping next year if Shows are still thriving. Hopefully, <laughs> yeah. um that we're gonna be touring a fuck ton, like just nonstop 2022, and like yeah, we definitely wanna fly them in for as many as physically possible because yeah. it yeah, it just it just felt wholesome. Like it, it's we've always been a four piece like live, but like it just it felt like i don't know we all just it kind gave of it like
4: a different. It gave us. I think it gave everybody, all of us, a different energy. Yeah. Um, and n- not just us but also the crowd i feel yeah. like the crowd was like just like going nuts
3: <laughs> yeah yeah because yeah, you weren't like in your head about playing keys yeah you just do your fucking thing <laughs> and, and like let esteban nail it and yeah. yeah it was it was something that now i'm gonna be bummed when we gotta I play know. as a four beast <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> nah it's cool i mean it's cool that like we're able to like do just be flexible like that too like yeah because we've also like you know we have horns on the record but obviously we don't have horns in the band but it's always been our thing like you know if we have friends that play horns which most of our friends bands that are scott they usually have horns (laughs) and like we love like borrowing them and like having them jump on stage for a song or two and just um it's you know it's a it's a whole community thing like you know we're like we're the four core of cat bite but then like we love to extend it and it's kind of a whole thing (laughs) whole collective community collective cat (laughs) okay collective cat Bite, i guess but yeah
0: sweet um so far uh i don't know if i don't know if this week did so throughout your three shows this weekend did you get a chance to play all the songs at least once live
3: almost uh so this past sunday we played a 90 minute set which is like we mentioned earlier Hmm. so long Long (laughs) so fucking long but we played um every song but stay and lipstick lines Hmm. right so yeah yeah we were gonna play stay but so we only had one exactly one rehearsal with esteban Hmm. so uh and that was for like on Thursday before all three shows and so all of our focus was mo- mostly going towards our record release show which was on Friday and then um Sunday we just did mostly like a, a bunch of like covers and stuff like did some you know special stuff and um, we just pretty much played like every song we could we were gonna try stay but like we only got to practice it like exactly one time it didn't feel
4: ready it didn't feel ready, it it's, didn't feel ready it's yeah such a like important song that i don't want to just like play it out and it be like meh yeah.
0: yeah yeah so so from what you did get to play what's been your favorite song to play live so far
4: um my favorite is creeping
0: yeah creeping that's yeah. is it so is much fun so like fun. i feel like
3: yeah that's yeah. like it's just it's such a good live song um yeah yeah like i mean definitely of the new record that's my favorite yeah not your baby is an also a really good one to play live um that one just like the energy is carried through the whole song and it's like such a simple and catchy uh see we were like really nervous uh when we were writing our set list like for friday because this was literally the day that the album was coming out and we there's nothing worse than going to a show and seeing a band you like and they're only playing new songs. Cause it's like <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's cool, but i wanna sing along and dance. So yeah, like yeah. so Friday, we we only played um the three singles, and then we did creepin' and I think that was it.
4: I think that was it. Yeah, that might
3: have been it, actually.
4: Four new ones.
3: Yeah, but the three people had already heard. So Creepin yeah. Creepin' was the only new 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 one that we played on um on Friday. But like people were losing their minds the whole time i'm like how the <laughs> fuck this song just came out today how are you guys dancing along and singing yeah. which i mean i guess i mean it did come out that like that morning but and yeah. people could have listened but still. on
4: sunday though there was a girl who was singing all the words to like a lot of the new songs I know. and i was like how do you how did you memorize all these like i can't yeah I still, she doesn't like, even, don't know. even know all
3: the lyrics sometimes <laughs> yeah. so yeah sure. Yeah. But yeah, creeping. That that's yeah. such, it's such a fun song to play. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Yeah, I I I know uh just watching people sing you'd be surprised how quickly people learn songs. I, I don't feel like I pick up songs that quickly as well, but there are just people right. that are really good at picking up on lyrics and they just sort of I yeah. mean, I kinda know how I end up learning things. Like I sort of sing gibberish until you sort of like figure out yeah, yeah, like you figure. sing the, I do tune. the same thing yeah <laughs> like yeah. you sing the tune until you sort of like oh now i know what they're saying yeah yeah or the old school way uh i don't always have this luxury where i just sit down and you know listen to uh it and then read the lyrics at the same time i yeah, don't always have right. that that's, luxury anymore that's but, yeah uh,
3: i'm glad we were able to put lyrics with this record yeah awesome on, like the other one yeah
0: yeah that's so like back in the day when i was a when I was, you know, buying records and music all the time, like, that's, I would, so I would, like, put on a record, and that's kind of still how I do it, if the band had, if there's lyrics uh, available, so, like, I'll listen to it once just to listen to it, and just put it on, and just listen to it, not read the liner notes, but -hmm. then I go back, and I listen to, read the liner notes, and, like, okay, what's happening, because, like, I really want to feel a record, I just want to, Hear and experience it the way you know you experience live music, like you just yeah. like, get into it. So, um, that way, because otherwise, if I get bogged down in the lyrics, like I'm not really listening to the song, yeah, I'm just reading, You're just like
3: focusing on the words,
0: yeah, yeah. All right, so, um, for those of you, I don't know what rock you've been listening or, or been living <laughs> under, but if you haven't heard, uh, cat bites new album we're gonna play a song off of it uh we're gonna play call your bluff and uh so yeah and we'll come back and talk with cat bite some more here let's check it out call your bluff from cat (laughs) bite
3: Every time I listen to it, all I can focus on is uh, Ben's bass lines, because that dude's an animal.
0: (laughs) I I really, like, Brittany, I just, like, your vocals on all your songs, like, they're so, like, I really feel like you mean what you're singing, like that comes across unbelievably clear. You know, even if you don't write all the lyrics, like that's the thing that like comes across to me is just just listening to like the raw energy like in that song just just comes through like it it literally matches for me like the energy of the guitar. Like yeah. that's yeah, I love it.
4: Thank you. Um that was definitely um that's something I'm <clears throat> very proud of um you know, for this album, but um, I have to say thanks to Davey because he really like brought that out of me. Like he, he had me do a lot of takes so and, would, and like, and he would be like, now let's, I would be like the same exact line, but like change like this word in it and like, do it like this or like do it with this kind of feel. And it was like. I think, I, I feel like that made, like, a huge difference, like, this time around.
3: Yeah, definitely. Because, like, in the first record, we probably, we probably did all the vocals in, like, one afternoon.
4: Yeah. <laughs> it's
3: yeah. just like, I want to, like, because, like, I mean, you're such an amazing singer. And, like, our friend who was recording it, he was just, like... Oh, sounds good to me <laughs> next song yeah. and like because yeah they sounded great but like yeah, yeah. the little things like that yeah. on the producer end that like Davey because Davey's a he's a he's a singer and a guitar player in his band
4: right which um, I think that was like a, a really great thing for us to be working with him he, be, yeah because he was he's not just a musician like with an with like you know an instrument but he's a musician with like his voice as well right. so yeah it was yeah. great
0: awesome um what led to you all doing a cover of selena's bitty bitty bum bum
2: oh by the way when that came on because i didn't really <laughs> look at the track list when i threw the, the the record on and that came on i was like wait am <laughs> i i am hearing when i, I got the record flipped so on oh my god yeah. they're doing it like this yeah. is amazing like. yeah. um
4: i i think that threw it threw a lot of people's
2: for <laughs> it did
4: um So um, Selena has always been like one of like my favorite artists growing up. Um, I'm half Peruvian. I think um, lots of people, you know, just by just like at face value, see me and I'm very white passing for a Spanish person. Um, But like her music, along with like other, you know, Latin artists, like I grew up listening to my dad's Peruvian, and like that's like what we would listen to in the house. Um so I kind of just wanted this to be like my um like the like here I am this is me like you know yeah. take it or leave it kind of thing but also pay homage to like Selena because she's amazing um and like the the world is you know at a loss without her so
0: yeah
2: yeah. yeah I was kind of like do I have a new favorite ska cover like <laughs> for me it's hard to beat uh arrogant sons of bitches doing that pavement cover <laughs> but I don't know this this might be there like I I enjoy it way too much so um, thank, thank you, you for bringing that to us oh yeah. thank you well, thank
4: you yeah. that makes that makes me really happy because that that was something I was also nervous about I was like, yeah, yeah. People are gonna, like I listened to like some other covers that people have done, you know, cause lots of people have done covers of Selena songs and, yeah. and none of them like quite lived up to, to hers. And, and I was like, that's what, like, we have to, we have to do this really, really good. Or really well. Yeah. Um, because like she'd be looking down on me and be like, girl, <laughs> what, what are you doing?
0: Get it that's together. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know, uh, Talena, uh, from, uh, Bite Me Bambi last week was mentioning that she was really, she saw the track list before Mm -hmm. the album came out and she was really excited about that. And, um, you know, I, uh, I haven't played it for um, my son, uh, but I know even though um, my adoptive son was not born yet before Selena passed away, but I do know that Selena has a, a huge impact on the Latin hispanic culture and uh they they've you know um uh uh, some friends of his have talked about selena and stuff and just just uh in fact i think it was not too long ago they even brought up sort of like the story about how she passed away and stuff like that and they like knew all this stuff and uh, and i was just so impressed by like wow like you're picking up on your your culture and your you know, through music, that's actually what I found yeah. more impressive. Yeah, so, yeah, um,
4: Oh, that's so sweet.
0: Yeah, and uh, so... It, I, haven't, there, I, haven't, I mean... Oh, I, haven't played, you... I haven't played the song for him yet, but I will. <laughs> cool. I hope he
4: likes it. Um, there is, like, such a huge ska community in Mexico and Latin America, like... Oh, yeah. It's huge, and, like, I, I almost kind of want this, like, obviously, it's not going to be the bridge to to you know Mexican ska and U.S. ska, but I hope it's like something that like I don't know maybe one person will hear it and they'd be like, well, you know, like like some some kind of like way to connect because the 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 two I think are just a little disconnected at the moment. Um, like lots of people don't know about a lot of really awesome uh, Mexican ska bands or ska bands from like East LA um so i don't know I, I just i hope that like the community yeah just well
3: just like shines light on the fact that like you can have awesome ska songs and not be in english yeah, yeah. like and like that's <clears throat> the one thing that's probably stopping a lot of people from like exploring different countries ska yeah and like but like this like this song is literally it's in spanish i don't know what the hell the lyrics are all i know is you can sing and dance to it still and i'm having a fun time yeah, but even that like i mean yeah. now
4: and like you know like in the google age of time like you can just put those lyrics in the freaking google and yeah. they're translated yeah, for, translate you. It for you. <laughs> I'm, it's I'm, like not, yeah, it's not
0: difficult I, i'm pretty sure if you just yeah you can search it you're like yeah it wouldn't be that hard at all yeah. um I actually did recently, uh, when I saw that you all were doing the cover, I did, like, read up on, I just sort of, like, Googled, like, history about it. Apparently, Mm. as long as I understood uh, what I was reading, and it was written in English, so I'm pretty sure I understood it, but, you know, as long as I am getting it correct, I think the sort of, like, basic structure of the original version of the song was, like, something the musicians would play uh that was like a like a filler in between uh like you know if someone like needed to change a string or something or oh, or, the, yeah. or they were waiting for like a mic to work like it was just like sort of a filler and yeah. they eventually added you know sort of fleshed out the song and i uh-huh. thought that i thought that was pretty interesting yeah
4: uh, I, the... I i am I read that somewhere too. Um, It was like, they were just kind of like messing around while like, yeah, something technical was happening. And then Selena was, I think like the original lyrics was like tiny, tiny bubbles or something like that.
1: Mm -hmm.
4: Um, Which, and she was just like, yeah, I I like that song. And then they made it into like the a full foot like, song,
0: yeah. song, yeah. Yeah, I find all that. I always like to look up like the histories of songs because you know yeah. sometimes you'll find random things. So, yeah. Um, but yeah. All right. Um, where's my yeah,
2: go? Uh, so uh, go ahead. During the COVID break, you released two versions of your debut: a hardcore one and a cowboy <laughs> yeehaw one. Uh, what led to uh, just the idea of doing those and then actually pulling it off?
3: Uh, that was mostly my, like, crazy brain. Timmy, going.
4: Timmy brain. Uh,
3: <laughs> so, well, so the hardcore idea came first. Um, so uh, last summer we released a split with the band Omnigon. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> and... Uh, we covered one of their songs and they covered one of our songs and then we did two covers in addition. And Omnigon covered our song, Scratch Me Up. And instead of just covering it like ska punk or anything, they just did it straight hardcore. And I was like, this is so cool. And then for Halloween of 2020, uh, The Fest, which is like a big festival in Gainesville, Florida, yeah. they um, asked, like, uh, sent a bunch of other bands to like record videos of us doing performing. Uh, for like their Halloween show and like it was like covers encouraged so we did a video of us doing our Elvis Costello cover Sneaky Feelings but then also we covered Omnigon covering our song Scratch Me (laughs) Up so we we covered their hardcore version of it and we did it like live Uh, it was just like a live performance video and it sounded really awesome and then I was, like, in my head, I'm like, It was also
4: just, like, really fun to play like Yeah,
3: super fun. And then I was like, yo, what if, like, after we finished record, because this was a little bit before we flew out to L.A., um, and I was like, yo, what if, like, after we finished the record, we're not going to have anything to do? What if we just record the entire first record hardcore like that? (laughs) And we just kind of had that idea, like, floating in our head, and, like, maybe. And then so we recorded the record. And then we came back from la and we're the record is all like done at this point and then i'm like trying to figure out ways to like raise money because like we spent like all of our money recording this record and weren't playing shows and i'm like what if we the hardcore record was in the back of my mind at this point but i'm like what if we just do like an acoustic version of our first record and sell it for like pay what you want on Bandcamp friday we can hopefully make some money and so we're like all right and then ben our bass player just kind of took over and just started
1: going wild like (laughs) all these crazy arrangements
3: and stuff and i'm like this is a little bit more than acoustic (laughs) and and then yeah like
4: he arranged yeah he arranged like string parts and yeah and it ended up
3: yeah way more than because i had already had the album art and everything like cat light and cat fight so it's supposed to be cat light because of acoustic and then (laughs) cat fight because of hardcore (laughs) and um yeah it ended up sounding like some cowboy yeehaw country shit and it was so cool um and yeah we put it out on april fool well on april fool's day i made a post on twitter like one one like and we'll put out a yeehaw album and then i liked it myself <laughs> and and then like no one knew if we were serious or like for real because it was april fool's day right and then next and then midnight on. Um, april 2nd which was Bank camp friday boom here's your country record and like a country music video and shit like that and like the internet broke people were like losing <laughs> their minds about it and i was like yes and then <laughs> and and then i'm like all right time for a hardcore record and we almost didn't get around to doing it because we were like really running out of time because we were announcing the the new record only like three months later but we ended up and we were,
4: like, kind of struggling to write it. It was, like, it a, was lot, it was har- a lot more difficult than we thought it was going to be.
3: Yeah, because we couldn't just kind of, like, do it with a guitar. We had to, like, do it full band and, like, try different shit. But, like, wow, we, we basically had, like, two, yeah, yeah. Pra- two, two full band practices and had, like, basic ideas for how we were going to do it. And then went over to our bass player, Ben, who he's the one who recorded it all. Like, he, both the country one and the hardcore. And we recorded it all at his house in South Philly and um, recorded that hardcore record in like two days. And then, then he literally mixed it in about five days and then we released it like the next day <laughs> and it, it, it turned out really cool.
4: He's also a really good sound engineer, just among the many things that he's really excellent at. He's a nerd. <laughs> I
3: love him.
0: Yeah. I, I thought, especially with the uh, country version of, of the album, I actually remember just thinking, look, if there's any, if anyone needs proof that Catbite is a talented group of individuals, it's the mere fact that they took their ska record and <laughs> turned it into a country record yeah. and they sound like different records. <laughs> like, yeah. Sorry. And, uh, and, and it kind of like, for me, like, I tend to like, even though I'm not like I kind of diss on country a lot but like, I also like I also know enough about music and understand that just with slight changes, it yeah. goes to its genre, even though the basic structure of the song is pretty much the same. It's yeah. just how you're strumming it and all this stuff. And like, we get so bogged down in, in style that mm-hmm. we, you know, it's easy to write off an entire sort of like sound. Um, yeah. You know, no, it was,
3: it was, it was an adventure to do that. It and was
0: fun.
3: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it,
0: it, it was great. Um, so what's it like, cause you know, in 2021, like, I mean, especially, uh, these last few records from, um, bad time records, like it's has just been, everyone's been killing it. Every, it seems so supportive, everyone's supporting everyone. What's it like to be a part of like a record label that is so supportive, not only just in sort of like the head of the record label. You know, but all the other bands because I see everyone posting about everyone's stuff. You know, Reed did a cover of your guys' song, and she nailed it. It was great. It was awesome. She did such a good job. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. So, like, what's it like to be a part of that? It's
3: awesome. It's amazing. And like, yeah, because like I like I've been playing in bands for about like twelve or some years, and never, ever felt this sort of like community ever at all. and like the the one band I was in for about nine years, like we toured a bunch and like, you know, we were became friends with a lot of other bands, but there was never like it was always had like the weird sense of competition, mm. which is inevitable in a lot of music scenes and stuff. but like yeah. it seems like all that has just gone out the window once like, Bad Time Records showed up and it's not even just bands on Bad Time it's like the whole it's the scene in whole like is like like bands like Half Past Two and Bite Me Bambi they're not on Bad Times but like we're right. constantly hyping them up they're constantly hyping us up they're like all these bands like it's not just a label it's like a community that that just they just happen to be putting out our records at the yeah. moment but yeah. like yeah. it's and now with um, uh, what's the new Scott Punk Daily Record Uh, label um oh pay attention records pay attention records that now being a thing and then jump up has been doing things forever but like um and yeah it's it's just it's so cool because it really it's it that whole like competition like i need to make it i gotta do better than them like it's it's it
4: just makes it all feel like it's 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 possible for for all of us to do like what we love doing and like you know like we do this because we love it but like you know we we'd, we'd like to make a career out of it For sure. um and like you know coming like i went to music school and it was so much about like you, you know like i'm better than you this person's better than this person and that's just like it makes you really feel like well i'll never i'll never be able to succeed if i'm not better than this person
1: mm-hmm.
4: but like if you like i i love seeing my friends succeed like i I thrive on that. I'm like, my friend, look at my friend go. You know I mean? yeah. yeah. yeah,
3: And it just, it, it just drives you it, more makes too. It you so
4: good. And like, yeah. yeah. And it's like, yeah. man, like, look at what my friends are doing. Like, let's do some good shit, like good shit too. Like, it's just, I don't know. I like, yeah. I like that energy a whole lot more than like trying to put other people down.
3: Yeah. And you can see that it helps because like, look, everyone's paying attention to Scott <laughs> now. And like, and like, it used to be like, i had to be the best band so i can go on tour with slackers right but now it's like yeah. we don't even need that like we us and we're the union and half past two could do a tour right now and it would draw like yeah. all yeah. these people and like oh for real because it, it's all been based on each and just hyping each other up from one part of the country to the other and like yeah. because of bands like half past two and by me bambi we have friends we have fans in orange county and like yeah. because of you know kill lincoln we have friends and alameda and <laughs> yeah. dc or whatever yeah, the yeah, fuck yeah. there yeah um uh, so yeah it's just it's so cool it's a nice family yeah.
0: i mean you know because on the upbeat sort of stepped into things like late 2019 and so like i definitely i can't really speak too much you know because i wasn't obviously it was listening to Scott and stuff like that but being on the, doing the podcast thing like i definitely have to engage a whole lot more um so i can't speak to too much before 2019 but i definitely think since the pandemic i think like i just felt like the pandemic everyone just like well we're all kind of out of work let's see how we can float this boat you know
3: yeah (laughs) yeah definitely i definitely think the pandemic had a lot to do with it it just allowed for um everyone to stop focusing on their local scene and focus on the scene in general, like the the scene as a, as a global thing. And and then you saw bands collabing with bands nonstop. Like that's, Mm -hmm. I mean, we made it a point to just like, you know, anyone and everyone who would want to do stuff with us, we would do it. And like, yeah, it's just, it's just, it really just grew the scene like super quick and super fast and like, um, in a great positive way.
0: Yeah. Awesome so uh the rest of uh 2021 what does catbite have planned for at least through the end of the year
3: uh well we, we're playing a couple festivals like the fest and supernova um mm-hmm. supernova Ska festival which is gonna be insane um and then just like a bunch of like stuff in like the the northeast and midwest we have a, a little tour with mustard plug that was supposed to happen back in May of 2020 mm-hmm. that we're finally able to do. <laughs> hopefully yeah. hopefully. Um, but yeah, doing that. Um we have a New Year's Eve show with We Are the Union and right. Gray Matter and Dissidente in um in Detroit, which is gonna be, it's gonna
4: be sick. It's
3: gonna be really yeah. cool. Yeah. Um yeah. Uh but yeah, just staying busy a lot through right. the end of the year and then um really hoping to get some like big tour plans going on for 2022.
0: All right. Well, California would love to have you uh we'll, we'll as- want to be there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I don't have a venue for you unless you want to play in my garage. <laughs> um, but and I can't guarantee a lot of people can come to my garage, but um yeah. All you right, hear that, everybody. Let's go to Matt's garage. <laughs> I think right. this is the Get second the week game. in a row I've offered my garage to someone. I oh, mean, yeah. it's big enough to fit a band. Definitely, yeah. The band can fit in my garage. <laughs>
3: All right.
0: No, it'll happen. California good. will definitely
3: happen soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, working on a couple things. So. <laughs> yeah.
0: now you just gotta talk <laughs> half past two into touring. Um, so. That'd be so sick. Yeah, if man.
3: anything, we're gonna play with them there. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But. All right, uh, before we head out, of course, we do our Ska picks. Tim, why don't you tell us about your Ska pick?
3: Right. So, yeah, you asked me, like, what's a good Ska song that I would like to pick? Um, I literally, my brain went blank. and I was like, I don't, like, I looked up Ska. I was, like, Googling Ska. What is Ska? <laughs> then, uh, no, I was literally, like, looking on Ska playlist because I couldn't think of a song that, like, spoke to me. And then,
2: uh, then I, I just. That always
4: happens. Yeah. I know. Put I, yeah. on the, yeah. <laughs> But, it like, uh.
2: happens to me every yeah. week. To be yeah. honest, I'm yeah. like, oh, what what was I listening to that I loved? Yeah,
3: but then I was like looking at some, like, oh, fucking Op Ivy. So <laughs> I picked um, Sound System by Op Ivy just because, um, I mean, I literally love every style of guy. But like, Op Ivy is probably like the band that like it was. My friend made me a mix CD and it had Op Ivy and the Agri-Lights on it, which is a weird combo, oh, but nice. it, but that's like, that's, Mixed CD is what like launched me into like learning, going into like the Hellcat records and the give them the boot shit and then beyond that. But like, yeah, probably, I don't know what my first Op Ivy song that I listened to is, but Op, uh, Sound System's probably just like my favorite one. It's such a good ska punk song that like, it's just cool.
0: You
3: know, yes. it's just cool it's you cool. can dance to it and you sing along to it like it's it's like a perfect
0: little song
4: little number
0: yeah awesome. so for anyone who hasn't heard operation ivy sound system let's check it out right now
1: You always it's have to go. You always that will be back in the cold.
2: Yeah,
3: that's a good song. Ah, uh, it's so good. Yeah. I forgot how good it is, but so between now and the last time I listened.
0: <laughs> <laughs> every time I hear it, I'm like. That's funny. So, like, I can't remember where I was either reading this. It probably was listening to it and reading it. Uh, it, I think it might have been in defense of Ska was connected to it, you know, with uh, Mm -hmm. with Adam and Aaron. But I think they said, like, it was some conversation about, like, the the only like Ska reunion that like really matters is like an Operation Ivy reunion like that's the only one anyone like really should care about like anything I was like yeah that's fine but like that one would be like the one that everyone would would go to the the world yes yeah if they only
4: I'm sorry
0: I was gonna say if they only did one show like it would be the most coveted yeah it. yeah. it would probably be Riot Fest, honestly. They're,
3: they're, they're the ones yeah. that always get the bands to reunite. Yeah. And then but then they, there's like oh, it's one time only and then they end up doing a tour. <laughs> yeah.
4: Well, they get the you know, they get the, they get, the energy from the crowd and again. The and they're like, Oh yeah, <laughs> I they're mean they're like, Oh shit, we've got one.
3: That'd be so sick, though. Would, Grace wants.
4: She's like. She's been pushing hard for it. She's spearheading the. Uh, <laughs> Op Yeah, she was
3: on the the most recent, um, or one of the most recent, in defensive yeah, scaws. She was talking about because yeah, she maybe like made some posts on Twitter, and about it. Yeah, maybe
0: that. But, was, yeah. that was it. Because uh, I listen to so much stuff, I forget who was where. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. plus, there's like such a cross stream of like other people on people's podcasts, so it's like I get, yeah. You know, who, what was I listening to? All right. Um, uh, Brittany, tell us about your ska pick.
4: So um, I picked um, The Loser. It's by Derek Harriet. Um, it's uh, more so a rock steady song than a ska song, but it's one of, like, the very first songs that, like, I listened to when I really started digging into, like, ska and rock steady and, like, listening to, like, Jamaican, like, uh, traditional Jamaican ska um, this was one of the first songs that I heard and I was
3: didn't I tell you to listen to I'm like yeah well Tim like... is the
4: one who like really got me into like ska and like I so I started listening to a lot of like Jamaican ska and like you know 60s ska so this was one of the songs that I heard and I was like the harmonies and like the melodies I was like oh I just like melted it was so good um so I chose this one
0: yeah <laughs> <All right. laughs> Let's check it out it i i listen to a lot of especially during the summer uh and that's a long story but i listen to a lot of oldies during the summer and i always listen to a lot of oldies that i always think like this would make a really good ska song and that sounds like exactly what i think about like it's got that (laughs) that sort of like uh r&b uh soulful voice and then obviously the rock steady sound um yeah yeah so i love that
4: I love uh, a good sad love song too. You yeah. Know. Right. Mm-hmm. It always gets me. Gets you good.
0: <laughs> uh, I remember once hearing that you like you know you're in love when somehow every love song starts to make sense to you. Yeah. Like it starts to resonate with you. I thought that was mm-hmm. a good I can't remember where I heard that. All right. It's probably a TV show because that's where I get most of my <laughs> wisdom. All right. Um, my ska pick is uh, by a band. I don't know if I've ever talked about on this show called 500 <coughs> Frenzy. Um, <laughs> uh, so the song is called Banner Year. Uh, it is off their uh, 2000, uh, sorry, not 2000, 1997 album, our newest album ever, which, by the way, is a genius title because, like, just means someone's always going to buy that album cuz it's their yeah. new. Yeah. Uh but it's it's not their newest album ever, but it is a really good album. Uh <laughs> so yeah, uh, this song is um well, it's basically about uh how um America lied to the Native Americans and uh even though they signed treaties with them, uh took over their land and that's what the song's about. And that yeah, songs about character and that your character isn't about whatever flag you fly but uh you know, more about what you do than what you say you'll do. All right, so this is Banner year by Five Iron Frenzy. With, uh, Five and Frenzy songs right there. Um, and it's just a very powerful message about. That's um, yeah, it's a good one, Matt. Yeah. All right, uh, RJ, tell us about your Scott pick.
2: So my Scott pick uh, shocks no one because I'm a big advocate for Midwestern Scott because that's where I grew up and that's what I like. Uh, and I'm a huge fan of power pop music. And uh, a big fan of Johnny Sacco and, you know, their new spinoff band, Coolidge. And for a while, their Coolidge was much more of a power pop band than a ska band. But on their second album, they did do a few ska songs. This is one of them. It's called I'm an Idiot.
4: All right. All
3: right.
2: Oh, no, this is...
0: Yeah, this is
2: Paris Hilton. Hell, yeah.
0: Just <laughs> <you> <laughs> <just> <laughs> this doesn't sound like Cooley. That's bad. You
2: should have played this as a joke. I would eventually play this as a legitimate scotting. Like I love this song. <laughs> Those are the guys
0: I, wanna take for I think we did... I don't think we brought it up when we talked about like uh, Scott songs by non scott artists. Yeah. Yeah. But I like think- you always
2: said we were going to do another one of those. And yeah. I was like, ooh, that's when I'll pull it out. <laughs>
4: yeah. What song is that?
2: It's called Stars Are Blind by Paris Hilton. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah.
4: Yes. I do remember when she's she so made cool. that song.
2: Yeah. Just, she, she's she's got got pretty this new- cool. She's got
4: actually like a very smart person. She's got this new song her.
3: called Pickle. It's so good. <laughs> Check
2: it out. <laughs> It's like pick something
4: something pickle. Yeah, check it out.
2: It just came out a couple weeks (laughs) ago. (laughs) Her cooking show is freaking hilarious on YouTube. I love her so much.
4: Yeah, I want to watch it. I I saw clips of it. I think she's hilarious. Yeah, she's she's actually like a genius because she like me. She builds up herself, you know. (laughs) Just like
0: Timmy. Just Just like like Timmy. All right, so here is uh, RJ's real pick. (laughs) I'm an idiot by Coolidge. (laughs)
1: Can't make the pieces fit I'm an idiot I
0: learned a lot today about What I should never say around you
1: Like how hot your sister is And I learned a
3: lot today about Of things I shouldn't do. Like, get drunk and talk politics with your dad.
1: He got
0: Okay, who would have thought that Paris Hilton would have had the more ska song?
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that's cool. I
3: just looked them up. That's cool.
2: I never yeah. heard of them before. Uh, yeah, they're pretty good. Like, uh, it was uh, the the guitarist, the second guitarist for Johnny Sacco. Like, after that band ended, he started like right. this pop rock project. And now, like, older members of Johnny Sacco have infiltrated the band, and their latest release is like full on just like the ska, power pop. Uh, Fun, fun times and I, I got to see them once uh, because I moved out of uh, the Midwest before Coolidge kind of formed and Johnny Saka mm-hmm. was ending, and uh, it was friggin' great. I flew back back to Illinois for that show, and uh, yeah. it was a fun time. Yeah, they're yeah. they're great, and they just they just played this last weekend, and their social manager, social media manager, was like tagging me in like live videos because <laughs> like yeah, you, you know you want to see this. And I'm like, you're right, I Aww. absolutely do. <laughs> Awesome. No,
0: that's cool. Yeah, that that uh, line about uh, things I shouldn't say, your sister is hot. Like that caught like me off guard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It I, I
3: chuckled. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome
0: all right. Uh, Tim, Brittany, we thank you for joining us this week. Um, where can people find you guys on social media? Um,
3: we're on all of the social media at Cat Bite Band. Um, or you can go to our website, catbite.net. Just built it. it looks pretty cool. Never <laughs> built a website before. Thanks to Squarespace. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like you might have a.
0: Feels uh, like there should be a sponsor.
3: <laughs> Use promo code CatbiteBand <laughs> <laughs> like on you, your first order from Squarespace. Uh, oh, offer not start... available at all. <laughs> yeah,
4: offer. Are be like, <laughs> sending them emails like. Why won't my, my Why Sorry. won't my promo? Well, maybe code then is. they'll
3: give us a promo code. Well, yeah, there us, you a go. Free website. <laughs> Anyways, uh, uh, but yeah, uh, Cat Bite Band for all the social media, and then um, uh, yeah, you can stream it on Spotify, Apple Music, uh, YouTube. Um, yeah, check out our, our music videos on YouTube. They're pretty cool. Yeah. we put a lot of time into them, and like music videos are cool.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I saw a meme this week that said uh uh mtv's celebrating 40 years yeah, yeah thanks for 14 years of music <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> um, and i started doing the math and i was like well okay then i did the math and i'm like yeah that's about the time it started to change when it yeah. started to become about shows and, Yeah, it was yeah. like me in
3: middle school i think is the last time i remember like uh-huh. TRL or anything
0: i think they yep. secretly play music videos like at like three they, in the morning <laughs> they might there might be like a
3: 12 minute period during yeah. the like...
0: it's like we're gonna play three videos we'll never tell yeah. you when <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right thank you so much for joining us we appreciate yes, having, you so you much. Thank having you all thanks for having us it's
3: always good to all talk right.
0: <laughs> uh, listeners thanks for listening we appreciate all of you and until next time keep listening to sky You've been listening to On The Upbeat. Be sure to hit that subscribe button so you get all the new episodes as soon as they're available. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at OnTheUpbeatSka. Follow our Spotify playlist, Ska Favorites. It features all the songs heard on the show. Please consider joining our Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash OnTheUpbeatSka to sign up today. And thank you for supporting On the Upbeat.